AG1 is a comprehensive and convenient blend of over 70 high quality ingredients. And what that means is each morning when I wake up, before I do anything else, I drink AG1 to set me up for the day. It keeps me clear headed, full of energy and focused on whatever I need to do, like writing the fighting cock, for example. One scoop once a day before breakfast and that's it. I've actually found that I've not been needing coffee in the morning to get me started. I've still been drinking coffee because I love coffee, but it's not because it's like a necessity to do so. AG1 is made out of the highest quality ingredients subject to the strictest manufacturing standards. AG1 is NSF certified for sport and this process involves exhaustive testing and verification that every serving of AG1 is exactly what you see on the label. If you want to take ownership of your health, try AG1 and get a free one year supply of vitamin D and five free AG1 travel packs for your first purchase. Go to drinkag1.com forward slash the fighting cock. That's drinkag1.com forward slash the fighting cock to get started. And to help the podcast. Thank you very much. Have a great day and enjoy the show. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners' or renters' coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners' or renters' coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and Geico is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to Geico.com or contact your local agent today. Podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This 
podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. It's the fight in. It's the fight in. Clock. It's the fight in. It's the fight in. Clock. A camel It's episode 12. Season 11 of the Fighting Cock Podcast. Today I'm joined on the line by Felonious Filth and Ricky Fee. Ricky. Free Ricky. <laughs> Free Ricky. <laughs> Free Ricky. <laughs> How are you doing, Ricky? You all right? All good, mate. All good. You got a beer? Yeah, I have, mate. It's daughter's birthday, isn't it? Been, uh, been with the family, so I've been uh, having some beers all day, feeling lovely, feeling good. There's no better, sort of, more proper English way to celebrate your daughter's birthday than getting pissed. No, isn't it? I know. And it's like her eighth birthday, so it's a big one. <laughs> so get the beers out, isn't it? You've got to celebrate. Polonius Celebrate that. <laughs> There's more reason than one to celebrate today, or is there? Because Harry Kane has just signed... Uh, he hasn't signed a new contract. That's what I was expecting, and that we may be talking about that. But he, he has at least declared his intention to play for Tottenham for the rest of the season. I think it was inevitable. It's easy to say in hindsight, is it? It was inevitable. But where are you at currently with the hurricane situation? It's more um, just rubbing it in the faces of Sky and the media all day long. And it's um, actually funny that the um, there's, there's this um, thing going around from Sky Sports that a lady says um, yeah, they're not paying what he's worth, so they've got to fuck off. Then two hours later, Kane puts the tweet out. So, so, so this, just beautiful. so people that uh, people don't know, T, this was you know Sky Sports did this sort of transfer tavern type thing where they've got journalists around the table and a presenter, and for the first time in this entire summer, someone, a journalist, has gone on Sky Sports and said, "If Sky, if and it's so simple, it's what we've all been saying the entire summer. If 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 Manchester City pay the money, Harry Kane can go." Like none of us are like scrabbling for him for him to stay at this point. We're all got we're we're at a situation where we just think, look, mate, if you don't want to be here, don't be here. Or if you want to be here, stay. But fundamentally, you can't leave because of your contract until you know Manchester City pay the money. And she was on on Sky Sports and she said the same thing. She said if 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 they want Harry Kane, then they need to need to pay what Tottenham want for him. If not, the conversation is done. And a, a verbatim, her words were, so can we, can we just stop talking about this? And it was so refreshing. It was so refreshing. Absolutely, absolutely. And um, I just think it's a, just a lot of relief. Um, I mean, as you said, I mean, we were resigned to him going. I'd prepared myself for him to to leave. So it's, just a, it's a nice little bonus. Um, I think once the dust settles, we'll probably worry about the transfer window. But right now, it's top of the world that our talisman is going to stay with us for at least another season. Are you top of the world, Rick, because look, he's staying and he's a great player or do you still have an, an, an element of trepidation that this isn't going to last? What, where, where are you at with it? Yeah, the, the latter, really. I mean, um, with the statement, it was, uh, I will be staying at Tottenham this summer. So for me, that's the interpretation that could be if Man City come back with a, with a bid in January, that he, he could go. And then um, I'll be 100% focused on helping the team achieve success. Uh, I would have liked it, you know, uh, helping us get trophies, whatever. It, it was more team them and not about us with him in it. 
Um, and then obviously noting about the, the summer. So it's, you know, it could be open to anything. But at the moment, like ignoring that, and, I'm, and I am going to ignore that. And I am going to ignore everything that's happened over the summer. And I am just going to be like, he he's staying and I'm just going to live in the moment. Just live in the moment. He's staying with us. And f for me as well, there's a, a lot of, you know, we are fast approaching the end of the transfer window and I really don't want it to get to a situation where it's at the very back end, like two days to go and then but, the but, bid comes in and then we're scrubbing. Yeah, exactly. And we're scrabbling around uh, trying to get strikers in. And at the moment uh, with the players that we're linked with, it doesn't look like anyone's we're, we're able to do a deal with anyone. So it's 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 kind of nice that it's it's put that bit to bed. I mean, they they can still push on with transfers and uh, and and bring someone else in, but um, I'm glad he's staying. And you know, I I I never wanted him to leave. No one wanted us. Uh, no, no one wanted him to leave. And uh, like, as much as anything that I've uh, tweeted or said on the pod or felt frustration or anger or any of it. It's because I was hurt. I am fucking hurt. Um, and I love the guy. And I want him to stay forever. And shit like this happens, man. But when shit like this happens, you can quite easily turn the other cheek and just ignore it and just think he's he's here with us for at least uh, a, a, another season. And the thing is, we've got the World Cup approaching. And the guy, he's saying that he's going to be professional in the way he applies himself. And if he isn't, then no one else is going to ever come back in for him and he could miss his chance. And he's still got to perform, really. We, we... And knowing knowing Kane and knowing how driven he is by, uh, you know, wanting to be uh, Greaves' record and grab uh, Premiership, uh, you know, uh, top goal scorer of all time and, and all those accolades, he will do that. So, uh, you know, honestly, yeah, I'm, I'm over the moon, man. Over the moon. Uh, just going to get your response to this and it's sort of sort of feeding into what Ricky just said about the statement. Um, Tom Mackey, he just tweeted us and said, this summer, in inverted commas, is that Kane saying he's given us a chance to progress, in inverted commas, reach uh, the Champions League, uh, or is it him saying it will be gone next summer? T. I, <clears throat> I think he realises a distraction for his teammates, the club and himself. And... Um, you know, as Emilia said, they've reached a bit of an impasse. So I think this is just a way of drawing a line under it. He saw the reception he got at Wolves. Everybody saw that I thought, you know what, I may as well stay. I don't think he'll leave in January. Um, I think Alistair Gold said as much at Paratici and um, Nuno had a word of him and he seems happy in the direction the club has gone in. I think, I, I mean, yeah, we can pick apart the wording, but... Um, I, I think I think he'll give us another season. I I'm not worried about January. Oh, no, January's not an issue. Gen the, the situation doesn't change in January. The, the situation fundamentally doesn't change next summer. Like the, well, he's a year it, older. Well, yeah, no, it makes it worse for him because we have yeah, to yeah, keep yeah. him through the remainder of his contract. We'll have him through to 31, 32 without question. So the, the situation for him doesn't change in the summer unless he scores... Feedback's forty or fifty this season, where it makes it impossible for Manchester City to ignore him anymore. Not that they ignored him anyway, but do you know what I mean? They they can't ignore the fact that they need him if they don't sign a striker, and they don't sign Mbappe. If Mbappe goes to Madrid and Lewandowski might go elsewhere, and 
And maybe Harry Kane is still the only player on the table for him. And if he does bag, then they're going to have to come with a bag. The price of the brick will continue to go up. <laughs> but, um, you know, where we are right now is that he's a, he's a Spurs player for at least another 12 months. And the leverage still, thankfully, because of the contract he signed, remains with Tottenham. So even if we don't see Harry Kane in a Spurs shirt past this season, it doesn't really matter. Well, it, it always matters, but it doesn't matter so much that Spurs aren't going to get hurt. Like, there is going to be a payoff to us losing him, even next summer. And, you know, like we go back to the fact that they've signed that contract. Even back in, like, when he signed it, when Spurs were flying, it was like six years. That is incredible. So, um, yeah, he finds himself in the position he does. And I'm sure there are going to be some very serious conversations had in the uh, the Kane household. And I still imagine that Harry Kane lives at home with his parents. So I don't know why. <laughs> um, Egg soldiers every morning. <laughs> yeah. Mum. <laughs> Mum. All right, Harry. Mum, can I have some um, dippy eggs? Dippy eggs this morning, please, Mum. Um, Danny Robinson, he says, uh, why did he feel the need to tweet he was staying if he never want, said if he never said he wanted to leave? Also, uh, does this actually mean we're going to go through the same shit in January? So we just discussed this. But why, why do you feel like he, he needed to tweet this? It was, it felt like um, if he's staying, he has to say something. But would, would you have been happy with him saying nothing and just turning up against Watford and playing, Rick? No, I wouldn't actually. Do you know what? Um, I think there has been um, some lessons learned really with him after I win against City, not coming out and congratulating the team or players or coming out and saying anything. Um, I don't even I don't even know if he, he was in the stadium for, for the game anyway. I mean, actually, that's just irrelevant, really. But there was um, when he was late back from training and it was like four or five days or whatever before, you know, he, he released that statement, miscommunication, misunderstanding or whatever it is. It was just too late. It was just too late. Like, like the, the, the either the rumours or the damage had been done by that point. And then again, uh, not congratulating the players, and he normally always does. Um, so again, that that that's twice where he hasn't sh- publicly shown and and at the right time um, his support. So by now, kind of coming out and saying, line in the sand, I'm staying this summer. I think is really important for not only for for the fans and the club, but um, his teammates as well. So it, it's just to say, uh, you know, don't get me wrong. Like, by by, they're going to training tomorrow. They're not going to be like you know, Top Gun high fiving and you know, let's just forget about it. There will be some uh, relationship building to be had with the manager, the rest of his teammates. There'll be some. That were a bit like, oh, you know, if he wants to leave, then fine. That's you know, that that that's on that's on him. But I'm not gonna include him in our game of Uno. But uh, so I, I think he has a, a bit of work to do. But it's uh, more more than repairable, really. But I, I think it's really important that that he came out and he said something. Um, T, if you were Nuno, uh, Spero to Santo, uh, Santo, would you? What would you do with him this weekend against Watford? Because if you're going to let him rot and let him contemplate a little bit, send him to the the corner and think about what he's done. It's at it's at Watford to do that. Because I think 
I might be being like really flaky here and you know kind of abandoning my just my just credentials or or just uh, my character I guess and saying I definitely want him to play against Arsenal and Chelsea <laughs> so I don't give a shit what he's done if he starts against we need him to start against those two teams because if we beat Watford and we can get a win and a draw out of those two games Spurs are fucking fl- I, I'm, I'm putting words in your mouth T what, what, what would you do if you were Nuno I'd, I'd start him against Watford absolutely if Kane's fit and available you, you start him um, I mean it's what it did, the way it did leaves a bad taste in 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 your mouth. Um, but uh, this is—he's always said that Spurs are matches ambition. Or Spurs aren't going the way he wants them to go. Then he then he then he wants to leave. I mean, that's probably veering into like you know fuck Daniel Levy territory because um, the Mourinho project didn't work out and the transfer window so far is a bit flaky. But you know maybe maybe the other side is that Kane's got to show a bit of loyalty because we showed loyalty to him when um, you know it looked like he might get sold. So, I would start him against Watford if, you know, should he be fully fit and available. Maybe even play him tomorrow night as well to get some uh, minutes under his belt against Pacos. Yeah. And uh, Statpack, his record for the season. Um, yeah, he could be a top um, conference goal, goal scorer of all time. Apparently, he's um, he had really good conversations with Paratici about what we're going to be doing in the transfer market. And I'm sure that didn't influence his decision to say at Spurs because, you know there was so much more on the table and so many more different conversations. It wouldn't really, the transfer market, I'd imagine, and what we and Spurs were going to do in that transfer market didn't affect the way Harry Kane is thinks about his future at Spurs. But apparently the, the conversations with Paratici were, you know, encouraging. And people were talking about ITKs and stuff, were talking about how exciting this week at Spurs was going to be. The fact that Harry Kane is staying at Spurs is exciting. If we can back that up with a couple of more, you know, more signings and and um, you know, sort of build our squad, the squad that we were going to have without Kane, that would be a statement. What do you think, Rick? Yeah, totally. I mean, I think it's been it's been like difficult because I think probably by the end of last season he already knew. In his mind that that he wanted to go to City and there's conversations going on beforehand that he that, that the move could happen and that's what he wanted to do and that's how he was going to further his career and um, it didn't look like much was happening at Spurs and and to this point at the moment yeah he's probably feeling a bit down that knowing that City aren't going to come back and offer the money that we want and he isn't going to get his move but. Um, and like he's saying, he's going to be professional and he's going to carry on, which I fully expect him to do to do anyway. Um, but it is, you know, it's going to, it's going to help if we bring some players in, and it's going to help if we bring like maybe some uh, young prospects or um, some household names in. That's going to help put us further and help us get back into the top four. And like uh, what T was saying as well, like if he starts against Watford. And and he bags and he bags a couple or assists and he hears he, he hears the roar roar of the crowd and everyone's singing his name. That that goes some way to to thinking. Do you know what? Like this is it. Like th- th- this could be it. I, I just have I just have to give it my all. And if we do get some players in that are going to help, he, he either help him out 
and, and uh, generally in the striking position or, or create more for him or, or whatever. Um, it's just about us as a club getting back to the Champions League spot. And if we bring players in, then I think it, it could, it really could help him sway his mind to say, actually, next season, do you know what? We are in the Champions League and I do believe in us and we have been steamrolling teams and I, and I think I can achieve everything I want to here. So I think it's, it's hugely important for keeping him. Do you reckon Kane's punching the ball at home right now? Yeah, I do, actually. <clears throat> uh, he's just... Uh, he's probably doing weird stuff as well. You know, like uh, when people are just really angry, they just can't express themselves. They just start hitting, them, hitting themselves in the head. I think he's, he's doing Looking stuff in the like, like, but like gnawing a door or something like that. Just like... <laughs> it's like... It's like the weird mate, you know, in your social circle who loses at FIFA. <laughs> flips, flips out. Yeah, he's probably doing that. Like Kate walks in and he's like, Harry, what do you want for... What what are you doing? And he's just like biting the table. Harry, 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 Harry. 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 <laughs> Calm, Calm down. down. Listen, it's not happening. Calm. You, yeah. You, you've said you're all right with it. Harry, Harry, Harry. What, 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 what do we, what do, what, what do we do? What do we do? What do you do? And he went, baked beans. <laughs> I, I was going to say ch- Chigwell packet numbers now. I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure. Um, Harry Kane has never frequented the circles that would need a packet number from Chigwell. Although I might <laughs> be wrong. But I definitely think he's into his baked beans. Um, we've got a question from Rebecca. She says, was the whole thing a big evil master plan by Daniel Levy to try and get back on the good side of the fans after the Mar- uh, Super League mess? What's, uh, what, do you th- what do you think about uh, Daniel Levy's role here and what he's done? Like, How, how do you see him? What, how do you see him in this this role what like Spurs fans you've got to be kind of at least in hindsight grateful for the fact that he's managed to tie Harry Kane down to the contract and give us the leverage that we've had otherwise he'd have been gone in fucking March I mean I wouldn't say it's massively improved my view of um of Daniel Levy it seems it? it seems fairly clear-cut I mean he has a price I mean it's not like um if they offered um Kane what he was worth and he kept him then you could say fucking hell but they didn't offer what it was worth so there's no conversation to be had was there so um, obviously you've got to give Levy credit for signing the con- for making him sign that contract and holding um, firm right yeah and it's an own goal for Kane signing um, signing a watertight contract that means he can't really leave the club um, he's probably gutted that the economic situation in Spain is a bit of a car crash although um Real Madrid have bid for Mbappe, so maybe they have got a bit of money there. But um, yeah, I think it probably is decent. It's, it's all right PR for Levy, but I think if I think I don't think it swayed the people that already hate him. I don't think he gives a fuck about PR anyway. At, at this, at this point, you know what? I used to think he didn't, but didn't he do a statement in the summer? And it was rubbish, I like a video remember. statement. I think he did a video statement. I did a little um, statement on um, the Spurs website. I think it must might have been about the Super League and the protests, and he um, kind of came out all guns blazing and ended up just being rubbish. <laughs> so maybe he does care what people think to a degree. This is the first time like um, people have mobilised a little bit against him. So mm. I guess maybe I guess maybe he does see this as um, you know a tick in the box. Rick, how do you say with? Um... When Modric wanted to leave, I think it was Chelsea that uh, that come in for a bid, and he was like, yep. 
he, he Modric stayed for a year after and then went Madrid. Uh, same with Bale, uh, stayed for a year and then went Madrid. And then now, now we've got Kane for for an extra year as well. So he's so he's got form for the the players that that want away, and he's he's managed to keep them. I think, but I think Berber was the only one that really forced that through. Um, there is something that is a little bit weird that that I can't I can't quite put my finger on that where Kane went on holiday to the Bahamas. Yep. And wasn't it? Uh, you know, and uh, this is all this is all rumors, but it were it was like to a resort that Joe Lewis owns. So, Appar- so like apparently, w- yeah, w- apparently, so, uh, and uh, like his private jet is as well. That there was usage there. I, I I don't know, but it just feels a bit weird that Kane comes back late, but he was on holiday in on Joe Lewis's resort and using his plane and stuff like that. So it th- there is something in me that that kind of feels like did 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 levy set him up for that like did did they fully know that he was on holiday machiavelli rest in peace yeah exactly <laughs> so i that, i mean there, there's something i don't know whether there is something in that whether i'm just my mind's playing tricks on me i don't um, think so rick i think he's if he was fooled into signing a six-year contract with no break clause or no release clause then it'd be fooled into saying do you want a holiday it's like when you go to um you know, I don't know where you end up in like some sort of leisure centre and there's a bloke with a table and he's got one of them pull up sort of displays with a rod behind it. And, yeah. um, and, it, and he goes, do you, want, do you want a free holiday to Benidorm? And they're like, I ain't got much money at the moment. So, um, yeah, go on then. I'll have a free holiday to Benidorm. You get to Benidorm and then it's a what you realise is it's a two week conference on why you should <laughs> buy a, a timeshare in some sort of horrible little <laughs> flat. <laughs> so Harry Kane turned up to the Palmers and uh, Joe Louis there going, you ain't fucking leaving. It's essentially, <laughs> I, I can see it. I can see it. Look, 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 what you've what you got, you got to remember, boys, is Spurs are a massive, massive company, huge company. You don't get to Daniel Levy or Joe Le- Louis' position without being a bit weird about how you conduct your business. And Harry Kane's just a boy from Chingford. With uh, his brother as his agent. And oh, it wouldn't surprise me if he got fingered over there. <laughs> just saying. <laughs> yeah, if that happened on top of everything else, it wouldn't surprise me. Um, can I ask you, uh, T, how, how you think this season will go now that we have Harry Kane? And we don't doubt his professionalism and how good a footballer he is and... He will play for us like he did when he broke into the team 10 years ago. And T, I want, I want you to give us some information about the kind of squad he was involved in in the youth team 10 years ago. Oh. But what, 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 what will we go on to do now, if now that we have him, than perhaps what we wouldn't have done if we didn't? Well, you've got to look at um, Raul Jimenez. Um, you know, he, you know he's, I guess Kane is him times 100, really. So... You've got to look at what Jimenez did in that side and think that Kane will only do better under um, Espirito Santo. Uh, you know, the, the first two games, we we ground out results. I don't think the squad is probably where um, you want it to be, but then a lot of players came back late. You had um, the South Americans coming back late from the Copa America. Um, some of the England squad are turning a bit late, so I don't think anyone's at full pelt yet. I think um, we can absolutely get Champions League, but we do need one or two more players and um, 
the Indombele situation has to really sort itself out, either get rid of him or, you know, really try and integrate him and really try and get him playing because um he was what we missed on, on the Sunday. Yeah. I'd say. Yeah, no, I'd be hundred percent agree with you. And and you're right, he's you saw what happened to Wolves last year when they lost Jimenez and such a good player he is that um you know, you, you can't deny the impact that Harry Kane would have had would you know, the the absence of Harry Kane at Spurs would have had. But the fact that we have him, where are you thinking we're gonna finish, Rick? Well, it's kind of like um it's a it's a really interesting situation because I, I was fully resigned to Kane going at some point and I thought within pre season and our and the games played, I know uh, Kane hasn't been available, but with starting Son in that uh, central striker role, really, and I thought it was going to be Bergwijn and Mora, and then we're looking at Troore uh, to come in as well, and Gil, and then I was like, well, okay, so 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 these are the players that 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 are going to be in that kind of uh, three four. Uh, that are going to be starting up and they're, they're going to be our attackers. Now, I was fully prepared for that. And I was kind of like, okay, th- so this is how we're going to play. But now, now we do have Kane and he's going to go back into that central role and Son's going to go back out to, to that wing role. Now, Bergwijn's been doing all right. Uh, he He's just got to get his confidence back um, and get his assists up, maybe a few more goals. Moro's been turning in some great performances. But you know the 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 old Lucas Moore will, will soon return. Oh. But um, and then Gil was gonna have a, a run out too. But then now with Traore, like where, where does that leave him? Because we, we surely we're not going to spend another forty mil bringing him into a position where we're kind of like now overloaded. Like where, where does that money go? How, how how does that go into the strategy of where where we're going to be playing now? That. Kane is definitely staying for a season like so that's where for, for me it's good, like quite interesting because I just don't know what we're going to do going forward are we still those kind of uh, irons on the fire are we still going to be trying to make those transfers and mm. that side of the pitch but mm. anyway with uh, Son and Kane and um, the new additions that, that we've had um, I, I think we're in better shape and I think we've I think we'll get one over the line, maybe. Um, but what about going Spurs, into Rick? the season, and then, and then as as we'll finish the season, I think. Where are we going to finish? I th- personally, I think we'll finish fifth. Um, and if we do finish a fourth, that would be that would that would exceed my expectation. It kind of feel like if we did finish fourth this season, it kind of feel like Pochettino's first season. That that that's what I kind of where I'm at, and I wonder if the pressure now that's on Nuno to deliver, given the fact that he's got the best striker in the league at his football club, does that impact the way we feel about his performance? Because we all thought that Kane was going, or if he wasn't going, it would be a disruptive influence, or you know, he might not be the, as impactful as he has been in previous seasons, that the onus would be on Nuno to deliver. But also, the expectation on Nuno isn't the same. Like if if Nuno finishes seventh with Spurs or sixth before Kane agreed to stay, then you'd be going as long as it's more exciting than Jose Mourinho. As long as we we have more fun, that like the football's better, then you take it. I think that's where I was at. 
But now I'm thinking, we've got to push for top four because we have Harry Kane. And we have Son and the multiple signings that might come in. Like if we sign Troyer as well, I know Rick, Rick made a great point about we're overloaded to a certain extent. Say overloaded, like Manchester City are overloaded. There's no team at our level that's overloaded. But perhaps the money that might be spent on Troyer should be spent in midfield or at right back. But um, yeah, T, what, what, what do you think Nuno does with this Nuno, newfound pressure that's inevitably going to be put on Tottenham now because all the eyes where we went underground and under under the under the just under the radar before now that Harry Kane stays all the eyes are on us again do you think that impacts what he does at the club or I don't think Nuno's under any extreme pressure I mean I think any lower than seventh then maybe the you know maybe the crows would be you know circling him and so <laughs> but, they, um, should. they say they should be I think uh, um, any, any, anything lower than seventh. If we play good football and finish seventh, then fine. But if we, he, like... he absolutely needs double figures from someone who isn't Carrie Kane or Yingmin Son, though. And last season we had that with Gareth Bell, um, but it was too little, too late. But we need Delhi or we need Delhi or Lucas or Bergvan or Troy if he does join. One of those guys has to be getting double figures in the league to, you know, to to get us finishing fourth because the problem we've had is that Lamella, Lucas, Bergvine, they don't score nearly enough goals and that's that's a big, big problem that, that, that we've got. Um I'm, I'm reasonably optimistic but um yeah he needs to solve that conundrum. We've got an issue there that um in midfield we've got and Dombele who's on huge money um and clearly doesn't want to play for Tottenham anymore. We need to sell him if that's the case and we need to sell mm-hmm. Soko and Aurier. And I can't imagine us bringing in massive, you know, big name players if those three are still at the club because they're on big money. All three of them are. So yeah. it's it will come down to the success this season is if, if whether or not we can achieve with players that we don't necessarily think are on our level anymore, or if something magical happens in the last week where we manage to offload those players and, and then buy new ones, and it feels like a big ask because moving like that's six transfer transfers you know often a club of Tottenham size won't do six transfers of that size in a in, in an entire window let alone the last week so we'll we'll wait and see but it feels like midfield is kind of the priority and if Triore is coming there needs to be something else and if Triore is coming and I'd love him to be at Spurs I really would then we need to. We definitely need to shift and Dombele for good money and Sissoko and Aurier for something. I think Just there's. So... Um, I think there's a homegrown issue as well. I think we might be at our limit with non-homegrown players, so that might be something to think about as well. The fans don't think about that shit. T. <laughs> the club Just do bo- though. Just buy the fucking players, all right? Don't care <laughs> if we can play them or not. Just get them in. Get them through the door. Um. All right. I think that's it, boys. I. I, I just. I feel like we've covered everything with the hurricane conundrum is there anything else anything that's been but Rick we haven't spoken to you over the summer you've been yeah. um, doing bits and pieces is there anything else you want to add anything that's been percolating in your brain through the uh, summer months that you'd, you'd want to talk about anything you you think Spurs should have been doing or more to the point anything in your personal life you want to share with us uh, no there is absolutely nothing what I will say is though uh, for like going on uh, the pressure on Nuno is to to specifically watch his beard 
because I believe if he is feeling the weight of the job and we're not performing, that his beard will not be trimmed or groomed. And so it'll be it a starts getting scraggly. Yeah, it's a telltale sign that he, where he's not caring about his appearance and that he's he's struggling. So if if you see his beard just get, getting out of control, then uh, you know we've got some tough times going ahead. But if it's, <laughs> if it's nicely trimmed, he's keeping well. He's looking good. Then uh, he, he's got it in the bag. So uh, up the Nuno. Well, there's there's been two massive climb downs today. Uh, OnlyFans apparently have, uh, are now not going to ban explicit content. So any of you perverts out there, I'm sure there are many of you who secretly subscribe to OnlyFans. Don't worry, you'll get to see everything you want to see. And big up Harry the sex Kane, workers. Big up, yeah, all power to them, hundred um, percent. And uh, Harry Kane in this instance is. Uh, what would he be? I wouldn't. I don't know where I'm going with this. I, I think uh, maybe he wouldn't be a part of OnlyFans, but he wants to be. But uh, Daniel Levy is his pimp, and for the next two years will remain his pimp. This has been the Fighting Cop Podcast, and uh, yeah, thank you very much for joining us. Thank you, Ricky and T. Thanks. Came as a Monday ten years ago. Oh yeah, shit! We forgot to do that. Sorry, I love the way you just chuck that in there. So uh, ten years, ten years ago to the day, what happened to you? Kane, Mister Punnett against Hearts, and we said he's shit and he shouldn't play for Spurs ever again. And and there was a a picture of uh, the youth setup, wasn't there? Like you know the traditional sort of setup where the players sit on three rows and then the coaches and goalkeepers are there. Yeah. Um, what, who was in the squad when Harry Kane was in that squad? Um, Tom Carroll, Jordan Archer. John Bostock, um, Sam Cox. So he's only well known because of Instagram, but those are probably the names that people have heard of. The thing is, every year I buy a Spurs handbook, and it's only over the last few years that I've become kind of worthwhile because you know you see these youth players you've kind of forgotten all about, and you know Kane was kind of wasn't really you know um, heralded at that time. Obviously now he's one of the best players I've ever had. But yeah, I remember that penalty miss. It was right below me. I was in um, block 40 in the old stadium and I thought that's one of the worst penalties I've seen. <laughs> All right. This has been the Fighting Call Podcast. Thank you, boys. Network. Sports Social Podcast 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 Network.
Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. Sports Social Podcast Network. How personalized can a financial plan be when it's created by one of those robo-advisors? Plugging in standard algorithm to calculate insurance need and future wealth of random human client. Robots don't know you. We do. At Farm Bureau Financial Services, getting to know you always comes first. Together, we'll create a financial plan based on your specific goals. Find a local Farm Bureau advisor at fbfs.com slash protect. It's your future. Let's protect it. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.